This is the final word, World Cup Daily, day nine. New Zealand playing Bangladesh in Chennai. Jeff Lemon and Bharat Sundarayson with you from Lucknow, where we will be watching Australia play Sri Lanka in a couple of days' time. Uh, Bharat, I'm going to start this one off with a summary of the game in 30 seconds. It was New Zealand's pace polling that did the damage early. Four wickets knocked over Bangladesh's top order. Uh, Mushfakir Rahim and Shakib Al-Hassan, the old firm, came together, put on a partnership of nearly 100, got them up to 245 with a bit of help from Mamadullah at the end. And then New Zealand, Kane Williamson, uh, don't call it a comeback. It was a comeback. He came back. Uh, he made 70-odd, retired hurt in the end because uh, he had a sore thumb, but his knee was okay. Um, and basically, after some tough early stuff, they did it pretty comfortably. Yeah, a couple of wickets fell, and then Daryl Mitchell bashed him home at the end with 89 not out New Zealand three and three hmm where do we start with this one do we start with Kane Williamson do we start with start with maybe it just felt like such a Bangladesh New Zealand game yeah it was exactly the way that you would expect a Bangladesh New Zealand game to play out mid-range target slightly tricky chase for a while and in the end the black caps get it done yeah, it's always a, a, a scrap, isn't it? New Zealand and Bangladesh. Especially when they play it in Bangladesh. It's different when they play it in New Zealand. But this, uh, in the subcontinent, Bangladesh always make New Zealand struggle and strive for that win. Mm -hmm. But even before all that, one question for you, Jeff. Are New Zealand the old South Africa? Mm -hmm. You know, where they used to dominate the league stages? Or is South Africa the old South Africa mm -hmm. who are dominating the league stages? <laughs> <laughs> because at the moment, this New Zealand team yeah. reminds me a lot of South Africa from 1996. Uh, you know, they they get a big win early on against England, mm -hmm. which New Zealand did uh, back then. Uh, and also, you know, have a big win, win against uh, a smaller team. Uh, and now they get this scratchy win out of the way as well. Uh, and they look flawless at the moment from top to bottom. We spoke about the fast bowlers on a pitch, on a mm -hmm. Chepok pitch, which was different to the one that was used for the India-Australia game. The fast oh, yeah. bowlers came into play uh, a lot earlier. And that's a that's the thing with uh, wickets in the south or even in the west. Uh, you go to Bombay, the red soil, it can bounce, it can spin. Chennai, the same thing. It can bounce, it mm -hmm. can spin. Today, we got the bouncy pitch. Uh, obviously, because New Zealand have better fast bowlers and everybody wanted to see that them in action. Uh, that's the only reason. Uh, and, uh, you know, Lockie Ferguson was playing as well. No, but you saw a lot of wickets fall to the short ball. Uh, and, and that's that's the thing, right? The spinners are doing well and the batters are doing well. Mm -hmm. And now they have Kane Williamson back as well. Well, in, in a way, I felt like Bangladesh did well to make it a contest yes. after being uh, four down with 56 on the board. So Lipton Das, first ball of the match out flicks Trent Bolt off his pads to fine leg, um, gets caught, and then it's Lockie Ferguson um, who missed the first game but has wheels when he's fit. He picks up a couple of uh, wickets. Tanzit Hassan and Mahedi uh, both yeah. flicking in the air. They're both caught, and then there's a leading edge. Uh, off the bowling of Glenn Phillips, who gets rid of Shanto. And so they're four down. And it's, and it's. I mean, sometimes Mushy and Shakib must feel like, oh, yeah. come on, you know. Well, maybe Tammy McBall would have been handy at the top of the order. Who knows? Just a crazy thought, just floating that one out there. Um, but they had to do the job again. And they looked really good for quite a while. And Shakib was a bit, a bit more, uh, you know, he started playing a couple of shots after he hurt yeah. his leg. Uh, Mushfikir was going along at a higher strike rate initially and then Shakib has a 
little quad strain as he's coming through for a single. Um, he starts teeing off, uh, relatively speaking, to, to how he'd been going beforehand. Um, he, he whacks a, a big six off Rachin Ravindra over mid-wicket, he, and he, he hooks one off the faster bowlers, off, off Ferguson, um, which is sort of, it's a weird kind of, it's not even really a hook shot. He just mm. places the bat there, and the top edge flies over, and then he plays a more full-blooded one and gets the big edge up in the air, and, and Tom Latham runs around. Um, but during that partnership, it, it, it was all on them again um, and Mushfikir Rahim looked really really good until he got one that just crawled along the floor from <laughs> Matt Henry barely got up and he was he was trying to pull the ball and in the end it hit halfway off halfway up off stump and you feel pretty sorry for a player in those conditions um, but those two doing what they do what really stood out to me was New Zealand's fielding through that partnership mm. because the partnership was building um, and it was worth 96 in the end but it could have been worth 120 yeah. if New Zealand hadn't been as hot as they were in the field yeah, and they've been the best fielding team as well. I spoke about the batting and their bowling. But yeah, what do you say about Shakib and Mushfikar, right? Rahul Ravid said uh, before the India-Australia game that he doesn't remember the time uh, he used to play. He's forgotten the fact that he was a player. And he was playing. He was captain back in 2007. And Shakib and Mushfik, uh, I wouldn't even say made their debuts. They were already around, uh, had been around for a while. Uh, but they kind of played a big role in knocking India out and changed world cricket forever, at least one day cricket forever, or World Cup cricket forever. And here they are still doing what they've always done. They're like the old, um, you know, uncles who just walk in and fix issues in your house, don't they? The classic subcontinental uncles. Uh-huh. And Shakib is finally... Who, they know how to rewire the fuse box. Yeah, you know, when, pretty when, much. When yeah. it starts fritzing out. Arre, they, can... they just walk in and fix things for you. <laughs> and uh, uh, Shakib's finally started looking his age as well. Like, you know, the, every time the camera zoomed onto him, because he was sweating so much as well, human conditions in Chennai um, he look, I finally looked like a an aging veteran he generally hasn't changed much mm-hmm. the way he looks but yeah it was a really good partnership classic Mushfik Shakib uh, took turns mm-hmm. as to when to attack and when to defend and, and you're right I mean at uh, that point when they had uh, the partnership just was about to break free uh, I felt as well that Bangladesh should get to around 275 and that could who knows? Not been a match-winning target, but mm. it would have put more pressure on this New Zealand sure. side. But it wasn't to be, and New Zealand pulled things back nicely. Well, that's almost exactly what happened in 2019, isn't mm. it? Didn't Bangladesh make? I, I had, didn't look this up beforehand, but I think it was about 272, yeah. something like that. And New Zealand chased it maybe eight wickets down, um, and and struggled to get home in the end. It was an easier chase this time around because they managed to keep the squeeze on. Um, Trent Bolt's perfect knuckleball, uh, you know, the, the, the one that got Hridoy to chip to cover, misreading it in the air, that was beautiful. Uh, Mustafiza was another player to fall to the short ball, so, you know, you know, hooking at Matt Henry, a lot of players got out to that. Mamadullah, um, towards the end, did a good job, 41 mm. not, and took them through at nine down and made sure they at least batted out their overs, and um, he bashed a six off, off Daryl Mitchell down the ground because Williamson had... had gambled in leaving one of his extra bowler allocations to the end, hoping that he'd get the last wicket. It didn't happen. Mitchell had to bowl the last one. Phillips had bowled a couple. Um, Ratchin Ravindra had done a decent job from his seven overs wicketless, but got through them okay. But, I mean, a couple of crazy numbers that stood out. Over 60% of the innings dot balls for Bangladesh. They just didn't rotate strike well enough. And, and, you know, had they done that, you you can imagine up an extra 30 or 40 runs and what that might have meant for the total. Um, Ferguson, three for 49 with the most wickets. And Santner, 10 overs, one for 31 um, at the ground where he plays with CSK. So did a great job. Henry, two for 58, bolt two for 45. Can I correct you there? Where he warms the bench for CSK. (laughs) A lot of people... Where he trains for CSK. I know, there you go. 
go. Like a lot of Chennai fans I saw on social media said, "Finally, we'll get to see our Chennai Super Kings player play on his home ground, but not wearing yellow." But <laughs> yeah, and he showed what MS Dhoni has been missing out on mm-hmm. uh, playing him, and he's had a terrific tournament as well. And Rachin Ravindra, right? Uh, he just keeps impressing with bat and ball. Mm-hmm. Uh, the control he showed as well, and the sixty percent dot balls. That's been an issue for Bangladesh in white ball cricket. Forever, right? uh, they just Forever. can't do it. They, it's always either, been the case. Yeah, it's either like someone like Litton Doss, La Das, who goes off and plays a blazing innings, or it's someone like this, yeah. and they just don't rotate strike enough. Yeah. It's 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 none or it's four, yeah. um, and that's been the case forever. And bad fielding has been another part of their story for a really long time, and that came to the fore yeah. in the chase as well. So, but, but the, the early bit was good. The early yeah. bit was interesting. So Ravindra goes up to open. They drop Will Young as we expected. Um, there's always uh, imagine if you're a player. I don't know what would be worse. What do you think? If you're a player who gets left out for someone else, is it better if they fail? <laughs> um, or like, do you feel more annoyed if you get dropped for someone who then makes? 10 and gets out do you feel like oh come on like I could have done better than that or do you feel more annoyed if they go out and blaze 100 um, or are you just a selfless team player who says I am grateful for the good performances of my teammates I'm sure that's what New Zealand would yes. be inculcating but it's New Zealand yeah everybody plays for the team yeah everybody Ooh. has to be nice oh yeah. look at us oh we're yeah. so nice oh it's okay yeah, drop yeah. me drop me yeah, yeah drop me it's fine <laughs> whatever's, whatever's for the best whatever's for the group Please, good yeah. um, so, so Bangladesh started off interestingly they got the two left armors Mustafisa mm. and Shorafal and they had them both bowl outside off stump um, with a couple of slips in quite wide mm. and said, okay, chase us if you want to. And Conway and Ravindra said, no, we're not going to do it. It was very test matchy. They just left mm. the ball alone for, for the first what, three overs. Um, before, and then Ravindra gets out to Mustafisa, you know, really nice delivery that just stands up mm. a bit off the seam. He's, he's just trying to nudge it off the back foot and he ed- edges that one through. So his first failure of the campaign. And uh, I don't know, like just just for a little bit, I thought, well, okay, this is going to be an innings where they do turn the screws. And they did. New Zealand only scored 28 off the first nine overs. Um, And Williamson gets a couple of boundaries off the 10th, but it's still one for 37 off the power play, which is not a blazing start. But you felt like Conway and Williamson just had it in control. They were like, we're going to absorb, we're going to wait it out and we'll start scoring um, once we get through this early period. Yeah, and Ken Williamson was two of nineteen at one point, wasn't he? Yeah, and, two uh, of nineteen. Yeah, and it looked like his innings was going nowhere. But just the first ball he faced as well, right? I mean, yes, he played a couple of warm-up games in the lead up to this World Cup, mm-hmm. but first international game in six months. Just that classic Kane Williamson defensive shot where the ball always lands there and never there, and you know he w- he was away. Uh, and look, he had the opportunity because they were chasing two forty-six mm-hmm. to take his time a little bit. Uh, and Ravindra did get a couple of boundaries early on as well. So uh, I think kept, you, with Devin Conway, he had those gears right he's such a he's such a masterful uh builder of innings across all formats we've mm-hmm. seen it in test cricket we've seen it in t20 cricket chennai super kings you speak about mitchell santner he's just made hay uh, on that chapok wicket for uh, a csk and that's what he did he built his innings beautifully allowed kane williamson to just settle in get his eye in uh but the kane williamson innings was funny for me as well yes it's about the runs but we were all on injury watch right every time he ran a single hey is, is, is leg fine? Is his leg fine? Oh, yeah. it's fine, it's fine. In the field as well. Every yeah. time he chased after a ball, you'd be looking for the stop. Um, it, it was more when he had to turn back. He'd like run the first one and then look to turn for two and he'd be quite ginger then um, worrying about the knee. But well, yeah, we were worried it would collapse under him. It didn't. Um, he just looked like Kane Williamson. Yeah. You know, absorbed some good bowling, um, punished anything where there was where width particularly. He'd pick off the odd boundary here and there. He hit one six, didn't he, off, yeah. uh, off Shakib. Uh, but 
but he gets dropped as well at mid-wicket. So Tuscan Ahmed, Williamson's on 27, um, shells the catch off Shakib, who's you know bowling despite being hampered by this this sore leg that he's got. I assume he probably had an injection or something to to get through some of his bowling spell because he has gone for scans on that muscle strain. And then Shakib, the next his next over gets Conway out LBW. So okay, well maybe if the Williamson catch is taken he gets one of the two but you still feel like Williamson earlier is more important at that stage Um, and then Williamson could have been run out about three different times and wasn't throws missed there was one particularly that was an easy one that just had to lob back to the bowler and and the throw went wide and eventually a pinged in throw from Shanto hits him (laughs) on the thumb as he's coming through for the run and he retires hurt a couple of um, what the next over um, because it's yeah, well you've left got up, you've got up, yeah. you've got a busted a bucket, thumb as well. Yeah. So he's seventy eight from one hundred and seven balls when he says, you know what, we're close enough. We probably don't need me out here anymore, and this hurts a lot. Yeah, and that was it. Like we were on injury watch, like in terms of what is happening with his legs, but it was that throw, uh, rogue throw, uh, came through, hit his thumb, and uh, I thought at that point he might not, uh, he might walk off then and there. Like he mm. would, he might not continue. He was in a lot of pain, and and, and it's the. Um, the thumb which is exposed, right? It's just mm. the, the cloth because it's the it's the top and and the thumb is covered or behind it, the bat. It, yeah behind the bat. Uh, but yeah, at that point I thought he'll walk off, but he continued on. Uh, and yeah, I mean then Daryl Mitchell just walks in and uh, like we say about a lot of these New Zealand cricketers, yeah, mm. uh, he did look a little iffy to start with. Oh, a little iffy. Yeah. He, he could have been caught first ball. Yeah. He, I mean, this one it's stiff to put down yeah. as a drop catch, I suppose. But he comes in the ball after Conway's been given out yeah. LBW and, and the review has failed and he hit, tries to hit a six first ball well succeeds in hitting a six first ball but Marmadour down the ground at long off falls over backwards um, trying to take the catch and so Mitchell gets six but I mean had they held on to that yeah. one then maybe Bangladesh would have been able to turn the screws. So I, I think it's a it's an innings of lost opportunities for, for Bangladesh, but New Zealand made the most of their reprieves and, and Mitchell from that point on was pretty much flawless. Yeah, it's funny. We've last three or four days we've seen a few of those catches not being taken. Mm. Uh, we saw Bolt take one the other day, uh, if I'm not mistaken. But we saw the Australians struggle with it yesterday, and here as well, Mamadullah looked to have it in control. He's a pretty tall man as well. He li- takes the catch, but I think he uh, off balances and like he hits his head pretty badly mm. on the ground. I thought he might get concussed after that. Uh, but yeah, you're right. And there were a couple of balls where he just chipped it in the air. Daryl Mitchell just fell uh, safely for for his sake. But then he just powers on, doesn't he? He does what Daryl Mitchell does. He just takes mm. down the uh, Bangladeshi bowling, even after Kane Williamson goes off. Well, he's just he's just got such power. Um, mm. The way he whacks those straight drives down the ground, you know, plays the pull shots. So eighty nine not out in the end, at well faster than a runner ball, um, and, and gets them there comfortably with a little bit of help from Phillips after um, Kane Williamson retires. So that's the match. Let's go to the final word Hall of Fame, the Hall of Fame where we. Pick our most final word moments of the day. It's brought to you by Westfield London, particularly. Um, you can play more and pay less with the Westfield London Extra Pass. This is if you're in the UK. Um, if you're not, tune out for the next 30 seconds. You can win a £1,000 gift card just for signing up. You could you could go to the UK and you win this, Barrett, if you wanted to. Um, you co- this is this is the program, right? You collect virtual stickers when you spend £25 or more at one of the retailers that's participating, um, and then you get increasing discounts every time you get a sticker, and you get another entry to the grand prize draw um so you know the more runs you hit at sixes or the more cats you pat at the uh, java whiskers cafe they have a cat cafe in westfield now i've just learned this um yesterday you, yeah. you can uh, you can get more chances to win so 
Google Westfield London, you'll figure it out. Follow the prompts to sign up for the, the Extra Pass program if you want to get involved with that. Let's get involved with some Hall of Fame. What, some things that I enjoyed. Um, mm. I, I liked there was a really good Ferguson over where he bowls five dot balls. He's bowling fast. He's bowling fierce. And then the last ball of the over, Mushfakir, just leans back and uppercuts him <laughs> for six and says, oh, I thought you were going to have a maiden over, <laughs> did you? Um, God, he still times the cut shots so beautifully, oh, Mushfakir, at him. Like he's been doing it for years. And uh, since 2007, as we found out. Mm. 2005, I think, when he makes his mm. debut. But you're right. He's has got that ability to... Um, he also uses his height, or mm. like thereof, in a way, to get under the ball. And sure. uh, without having to get under the ball, he's always under the ball. When someone gets quick, it's <laughs> yeah, lucky. You can walk under your hotel room <laughs> door. <laughs> Literally. Uh, but he uses uh, his yeah. hands really well. So um, I don't think, at times when I see Mushfikar Rahim, uh, I almost feel like if he'd played for, and it was one of those things, like if he'd played for another country, maybe we would have seen a lot more of him. He's got the arsenal, right? He can play the big shots. Mm. He can rotate the strike, but uh, yeah, I mean, maybe we're seeing the last bits of Mushfik and Shakib, and we should just enjoy what we have. Sure. Um, I liked um, Phillips at the point where he realized that Daryl Mitchell couldn't get 100 once mm. the runs they needed were, it was going to be too difficult. Suddenly he starts playing all these <laughs> slog sweeps and bashing the ball around. Also, so Daryl Mitchell generally at any other game is the sweatiest man alive. <laughs> he's, yeah, he's, 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 got, he's got that kind of yeah, PE teacher yeah. energy where yeah. he's, you know, he's got the hairy beard and he trips sweat all the time. But in Chennai, Everybody else was Daryl Mitchell sweaty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Suddenly, Daryl Mitchell was not on his own anymore as an exemplar of perspiration. Um, everybody else was equally drenched. My God, that was that was the wettest cricket match I've ever seen. Like it was, it was. So, I know we were there the other night, but yeah. when you when you're calling it from the grandstand, it, it doesn't stand out yeah. as much as when you're seeing all the big close-ups on the TV screen and there are torrential waterfalls. Um, did you have a final word, uh, uh, Hall of Fame? It has to do with Daryl Mitchell. Uh, I think this is before he walked out to bat, and the camera kept zooming into him um, and I don't know whether he knew he was on camera or not and they're just singing his praises about how dangerous he is uh, how he's just transformed himself he's a power hitter and then he just starts yawning and mm -hmm. it's one of those massive yawns where like you can see right through it like the insides of his yeah even just you know when someone yawns oh, yeah, yeah, yawn. yeah, yeah. even just talking about yawning made me want to yawn and like I think everybody was yawning like mm -hmm. while watching it on TV I'm surprised yeah. the commentators didn't start it's yawning it's a Mexican yawn it, it goes was, all it, the way around the stadium <laughs> Maybe it was, but it was a massive yawn. And I don't know, just the timing of the yawn stood out for me. There you go. Yeah. Um, okay. I, and and the, the last bit I've got is, so I, I take this back to 2015. Uh, I don't know if you're familiar with the um, the seminal work of LL Cool J in the early 90s. Uh, Mama said knock you out, particularly. Mm. 2015 is when um, Bangladesh knocked out England out of the World Cup, thanks to a century from Mama Dula. And so my anthem for that, tournament was Mama Dula said knock you out specifically about England um, and then you know tonight there he was almost knocking himself out um, the, the, you know the anthem keeps coming back and keeps keeps repeating uh, the fine work of LL Cool J long before he was the wacky chef in Deep Blue Sea um, with his oh, sidekick yeah, the right. parrot um, he was he was in the boxing ring saying don't call it a comeback I've been here for years and I thought that could have been Kane Williamson's um, little mantra that he was saying, muttering to himself as he came in and, and peeled off a, a yet another match-winning innings for New Zealand despite having been out with that knee injury. 
I think that takes us to the end of the Hall of Fame. What have we got? So we've got the injuries to Williamson and to Shakib, which both could be massive. Uh, Williamson said the knee is good, but the thumb, he said, quote, is fat and colourful, which is in a way how I would like to be described um, in, in my, later, <laughs> my later years. Yeah, later perhaps. years. Fit yeah, now, yeah. yeah, sitting, sitting in, a, in a, a lawn chair at the front of my house telling people, passers by, what I think of them. Um, fat and colourful. Sounds like a fun life, but not so good for the thumb. Mm. Hopefully that's okay. New Zealand are top of the table with three wins. Um, South Africa, India, Pakistan all unbeaten with two wins at the moment. England and Bangladesh won apiece. And then Sri Lanka, the Dutch, Australia and Afghanistan down at the bottom yet to score. So that's that's where the uh, tournament sits. Tomorrow it's India, Pakistan, the big one as they keep granddaddy, telling us. Granddaddy, the granddaddy of them all. Let's see how many seats. The great granddaddy of them all. <laughs> the great great granddaddy of them all. <laughs> Which is weird because it hasn't happened yet. Like that's, that's some kind of Benjamin Button shit. Uh, if, if, on that, uh, hmm. where I was watching the game, I think I got the Hindi Star Sports feed. Yep. And every 15 minutes or so, they showed mm-hmm. Shubman Gill checking out the pitch. The same clip okay. on repeat. Oh. And if you did not know, did, did, have you mentioned this already? India and Pakistan are playing tomorrow. Oh, yeah. Wow. Okay. I liked that they were they had ads running saying India and Pakistan are playing, which had a montage of Pakistani bowlers bowling and then Indian batters smashing boundaries. And then they also had an ad for India-Bangladesh, which had India bowlers bowling and Bangladesh batters being clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not subtle. It's not subtle it's around not, here. But, uh, you know, well, what are you going to do? Right. This has been the final Final word, World Cup Daily Day 9. We'll be back with Day 10. Bharat Sundarason and Jeff Lemon signing off from Lucknow. We'll see you luck later. I ain't breezing and I ain't George Benson. I ain't protected by the right ain't fenced. And in my future questions, my current senses, that'll be the same we've been doing for centuries. Sorry if I ran out to empty, wrote this so you know what I meant here. I had to go about it.